be. Oh. Yeah. Make sure this all gets cut. <laughs> <laughs> when, at what, when should I start the cutting? I, you uh gonna have to break your vow of never actually listening to the episode and just basically do it that everything way. prior to this moment. Gotcha, gotcha. So starting now. <laughs> well, that's so like don't mention <laughs> again. Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. <laughs> Well, hello and welcome to Scotch and Splenda again there, guys. The podcast tastes like The Office and gets you drunk like jumping the shark tank and hoping that three guys don't hyper-focus and judge it on a podcast in 2023. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Pop quiz, hot shot. Here <laughs> <laughs> on Scotch and Splenda, we're talking about anything and everything The Office, but most importantly, theories, side stories, and what-ifs. We are your co-regional managers. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. I'm Nick. And on this episode, we are uh, giving you the opposite of the top. We're going to the bottom. And uh, we started at the top, and now we're here at the bottom for our bottom five for each host. We're starting it off with BJ's. Ayo. Can we title these like BJ's Power Bottom Power five bottom? episodes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's... There's a lot of episodes where you're like, I could skip it. Or, yeah. or, you know, I wouldn't even say skip because once you're on kind of, at least me, once you're just going through, you're going to let them play, right? But yeah, there are yeah. some episodes that you don't seek out and start on. Yeah, for sure. And I and I think that's more, you know, what we're talking about here. Yep. But, the yeah. Ones that, absolutely. The ones that are kind of, I could take it or leave it type of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes that makes a lot of sense, and I, I it's it's one of those things I think we'll get into that. Uh, ho- hopefully, our goal was not to you know get too focused on the later seasons, right? Maybe even the post Michael stuff. We still there, we wanted to have a good hearty mix of um of throughout the entire series. So we we're we're, we're gonna find out we're gonna find out if we were all able to stick to this uh kind of throughout the next few episodes. Um. But first, guys, before we jump into BJ's bottom five, uh, we do need to make sure that uh, we remind you a hearty reminder of thumbs ups and note taking. <laughs> write this down. You should be. Okay. You should write be giving. Down. You write this down. Uh, you sh- you should be giving us a five star review if you can. Drop us a line uh, when you write us a review on Apple Podcasts and. Uh, um, uh, we would love to uh, review it here on the show. We'll review your review on the show. That's what we'll do. Parker just left us one. Yeah, hey, all right. And so you can also, here's the thing, uh, you can leave us that fan theory as well so we can read it on the show. Get you involved. 
we would love for you to check us out on any social media, just at Scotch Splenda. Anywhere on social media, no ampersand or and or anything like that, just Scotch Splenda anywhere on the social medias. And then uh, finally, guys, we got a voicemail. You can call in. You can leave us a voicemail uh, and tell us your fan theory. And that number is Nicholas. 319-359-7977. He got it. You got it. Uh, You'll never, never get me again. Never. We'll see. We'll see. Forever. Um, Long <laughs> podcast. Agents. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a lot of that tonight, I bet. Think so? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there might be some uh, crossover. There here. might be a little bit of crossover. We got some fun We got some fun ready for you on this. Well, um, Guys, uh, do, we have a, do we have a fan theory? Something we can listen to? Uh, guys, anybody, anything out there? Right now that we wanted to bring into this, or did we want to just uh, save that for later and jump over to our our bottoms? Kind of get. Right I, in. you know, we got a we got a couple, but I think this is going to be a good talk. I think we I think we jump right in. You think we jump right it's, in? It's easy to talk about things you don't like. I think we are going to fill the time just fine. Yeah, um, that's fine. I'm I'm stoked to do so, and uh, I think. Uh, we we decided to do something a little special here. You guys allowed it. I appreciate it. We are bringing back a little bit of a little bit of scotch to our Splenda. The scotch in the scotch and Splenda. All right. Uh, we yes, we sir. we are bringing back a bourbon today. Uh, a single malt, actually. So this is on par with a scotch. We just can't call it that. Because um, <laughs> oh it wasn't made in Scotland. I'm a purist, uh. and uh, but we've got it, and we're gonna try this. It is a Cedar Ridge American Single Malt Whiskey, and it is uh, the Confused Breakfast Single Malt. Hell yeah! So Hell tell yeah, us dude. about this, AJ. Yeah. Give us give us all the all you're the, the expert this time. Hey, hey, wait, hear me out. Give us all the details and important information. Got it. Uh, I hate it. Okay. Uh, directed by Cedar Ridge. Ridgey? American Single Malt Whiskey. Uh, that's my best Sean Pryor I can do. Uh, so the, uh, Sean, you should be mad. You should be upset with me. Uh, I'm, wa- I'm waiting for the, the day that you guys, or Mike or whoever says, and we're going to break this down Sean by Sean. Yeah. Like, I really want that to be said. Yeah. So he could say that's me and it's real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to break this down Sean by Sean. Anyway, sorry. So tell us how uh, this came to be. It's so, the quintessential. Yeah, the the, the quintessential um, single malt uh, from Cedar Ridge. Um, Cedar Ridge is a uh, distillery that is basically right in our backyard. It's in the town, the small little town that I live in, uh, Swisher, Iowa. And uh, the other podcast that, uh, that I co-host, uh, The Confused Breakfast, um, has been sponsored by Cedar Ridge for a, a pretty decent amount of time, almost since the very like, beginning. Yeah, damn near your whole run. Um, yeah, for almost the entire, like, over two years that we've been doing the show. Uh, and Cedar Ridge was finally, was was kind enough to uh, allow us a tasting and a, a single cask uh, bottle, bottling, brand, uh, with Confused Breakfast on, on, the, on the bottle. Now, what we didn't know... When we got there, uh, they had pulled some barrels of, of bourbon, of whiskey, and then and then they uh, also pulled several barrels of single malt. 
and a couple of them were different. This one was uh, the first single malt that we had tasted during that time, and it was aged in rum barrels. It was finished in rum barrels. And so we all were kind of taken aback. None of us are scotch people or single malt or anything like that, um, especially me. And we kind of just kept going back to the uh, barrel thief and just saying, well, we better make sure that one's the good one. Oh, we better see if that one's one we better do like. some additional quality control. We want to make sure. We really want to double check, triple check. And uh, But it was delicious, and they allowed us to do it. Um, and we got the feedback that Murphy Quint, their head distiller, was so fond of the barrel that the process of getting this out to people and shipping this, it didn't come straight from the, from the distillery. It had to go through a retailer, an online retailer. Can confirm. And had to pay the shipping. Had to pay the shipping. I couldn't go. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't drive four minutes to yeah. go pick up my bottles. I had to pay the shipping on it. Had to come from oh Massachusetts or something. Even so much the fact that Murphy Quint, the head distiller, liked the bottle so much that he couldn't even get it before it left the distillery. He actually went on to the website and bought two bottles himself. Hell yeah. Um, there is a racket here. Someone's making money. Somebody's yeah. making okay. some sort of money. It <laughs> isn't us. Racket. All we did was got our we just got our uh, our our logo on a bottle of of single malt. So we are going to taste this. I want your guys' honest opinion. I want your yep. real honest opinion um, because uh, I'm excited to hear what you guys are are really going to think of it. So. Uh, What's the? Uh, you gonna talk through the proof? Etc. Oh sure, sure. Uh, is there an age statement? I don't think there is. Right? There, there really isn't. I think they have a minimum for all of their stuff, but I know this. This spent a, at least a year uh, finishing in the rum cask. I, yeah. I believe. I think their base is three years. So yeah. this has so, got to be four years. Then. Yeah. Um, so it's it's somewhere between three and five total. Um, is everything for Cedar Ridge as far as their baseline? Uh, this is a single cask. Uh, 118.3 proof, 59%, 59.15% alcohol. That's hot for a single malt. That's high. That's hot. That's cask strength, baby. Yeah. So. All right. Well, cheers, fellas. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for allowing me to For the first time in a long time. Yeah. Clinky. Clinky, clinky. Hmm. Nick, you want to start? No. Okay. I'm going to mull it over cuz I want to go I want to go again. You start. Um it is First of all, let's just say it. It's amazing. Yeah. Like great job. Great pick all the way through. I am a I wouldn't say I'm a whiskey snob, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of whiskeys that I will and bourbons that I will drink and be like, "Meh, this is okay." And I'm okay with them, you know? Mm-hmm. This is great. For being 118 proof, almost 60% alcohol, it is very smooth. Incredibly Very, very smooth. I, I just kind of kept thinking about it and the initial tasting when we pulled it right from the barrel and we were in, had that, they had some, the Glencairn glasses out for us and, and then another glass to try, uh, try it in a separate way. And I just kept kind of thinking about this like, green apple vibe and mm-hmm. some a little bit of that butteriness or sky you know um yep and uh some the wood the leather is in there and I, I there's just something about i it must be that rum aspect that hits me that uh, that must be the finishing touch you know you get on the end is what i'm trying to pinpoint 
you get a lot of like molassesy, like dark brown sugar at the end. It's mm. got to be the rum. Yeah, I get a very specific flavor, but I don't want to say it. I just yeah. want to know if my palate may be weird or something. However, I have a caveat to this. Okay. Okay. So you got a nice light beer in front of you. We do. Yeah. Okay. Take a drink of that and then kind of, obviously you're going to clear the palate. Are we yeah. doing and a now, boiler maker with this single boiler maker? Yeah. <laughs> and now, and now take a drink of the whiskey. Okay. What do you what do you taste then? There's something there on the t- on the back of my tongue that I feel like you're going to say to me. I'm getting a lot of like bready, like baked bread type of Tastes stuff. Tastes like a white dog, or what do they call that? A white um, white dog, like the mash, like a mash, like a like a moonshine. Almost? Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of a mash. Um, yep. Was it a monster mash? He did the mash. This is so bizarre. Mash. But I get like a little bit of peanut butter. Oh wow, really? Like not in a, in a good bad way? way. Not in like not in like a screwball way, Nick. Relax. 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 I get a little like and maybe it's not peanut butter. That's probably the wrong I know, word. I know nut. what you're talking about. Nutty. It's like roasty, it's like nutty. nutty, smooth. Yes. Like yeah. smooth nut. Yeah. It's like it's like you tried to you you had to scrape. It's like Hold you, on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. You ready? Uh, okay. You know, <laughs> I had it all lined up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. It's like it's like you scraped what you could from from a peanut butter jar, but there wasn't really much of anything there. But you still put it on the bread anyways, and you ate the bread. Yep. Yep. There you go. That was what I. I had. do. To I me, get, what it's, I, I truly do get like a peanut butter vibe or like a nut. I'll say nut. Nut. Yeah. Okay. To me, what it's giving me is almost like, and I know you're going to joke about it because we do about the office, but it is almost like. A chocolate pecan turtle type of thing. It's like that dark, roasty, <laughs> nutty, caramely. Where thing. are the yeah. turtles? Okay, there we go. You got it out of the way. You got it out of the way. Is it out of your system? Did you do it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. Yeah. But almost no, and almost calm. the ones that have like pretzel in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I got a. And I had to go back. Some, and, somebody um, somewhere is like, these guys are talking out of their ass. Oh yeah, no. they're like they're just they're just buttering AJ up. They just no, don't want no, him to feel bad. Here's the deal: we good. we actively root against you. That's so, fair. That's true. We hope for your crash and burn on a daily. <laughs> yeah. If any, I was going into this like, nah, no. Nah. But I mean, let's be honest. This is not the first time I've had it. Yeah. And it's fantastic. I will say, here is a fun fact. That neither one of you probably remember. Okay. Do you know what the other highest rated whiskey AJ yes. was? It's the Angel's Envy rum finished cast. Correct. Yeah. It's really? another rum finish. Yep. Oh man. It's that was your highest thing. rated one ever, and it was another one finished in a rum cast. That's why I was going to ask earlier if your pick was at all inspired by that, but it sounds like when you told the story, it sounds like they already had picks ready to go for you. They did. So and you know, Mike and Sean both drink whiskey more than I do. Uh, Mike Mike certainly more than I think I would say it goes probably maybe like Mike and then Sean is pretty darn close. Uh, maybe he just hasn't t- tried as many tasted as as many as Mike Um, but he is also a big fan of it and so I was following their lead and when I took a sip 
I thought to myself, especially after tasting some of the bourbons, yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, am, is, is it just me or is this very drinkable? Like I, for me, it's very drinkable. It's very like, uh, it almost seems too easy. And they were like, no, 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 this is very good. That's got you know great what? complexity to it. Tons of layers. It's dangerous. I think yeah. so. Because it's, it's so smooth that you don't get how hot it is. Yeah. This, yeah. I mean, this this will, yeah, my face is already feeling warm in like a very good way. I got the AC blowing on me. And there I'm, you in, go. I'm in the zone right now. Let's let's talk about let's some, it, uh, baby. some terrible I, episodes. Yeah. When I want this is <laughs> fired up. When, when <laughs> yeah. friends are over and it's like summer night barbecue. You're done for the evening. You're kind of winding down, and you all just want to sit there and bullshit for a little while. Yeah, and have a drink. This is that drink. Yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Sociable. It's easy to approach. It's got some punch to it with that ABV. Yeah, it's got a lot of great complexity and layers to the flavor on it. This is this is spectacular. You guys did a great job. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, drink seriously. it straight. Drink it on ice. I would also yeah. say this would make a fantastic old fashioned. Weirdly, because normally I would never put a bourbon. In an old fashioned, but this sure. or uh, sorry, a, a single, single malt, malt single in an old fashioned, yeah. yeah. But I this would, is this has got no peat to it. No, there's you really know? not much. Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's just smooth. I would say pick yourself up a bottle, but it's sold out, suckers. Yeah, it's it's gone. There is Until one guy. We found out. We actually found out that there is one guy, um, who basically cornered the secondary market on this, and I believe <laughs> is it Sean? Up, no. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I believe his, his handle on our, on our, uh, discord is, uh, Peter Fitz. I believe it's Peter Fitz, if I remember correctly, but he basically did. He, he cornered it. I believe he bought a total of like 12 bottles. That's a lot of bottles. And he, he ended up just being like, oh, I'm going to have this for a long time. Yeah. And we, yeah, it was very cool. So I bought um, three. There you go. I mean, I bought two people bought multiple bottles and, and, uh, cause I want one on the shelf forever. Yeah. And I'm going to, and I'm going to sip this second bottle, um, much slower than the first bottle that is in the recycling bin since last week. (laughs) 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 there it is it would be fun for you guys to bring this along for your first like international live show and crack one open yeah yeah oh yeah that'd be fun man like so yeah you know i will say this like we really do appreciate everybody who did buy a bottle or multiple bottles obviously and i really do appreciate you guys um allowing us to have have it on the show bringing that back around and giving an honest opinion and um and enjoying it and saying some kind words about it. So, yeah, I really Before do appreciate it. Before you wrap it. it up, AJ, yeah. hit us with your Splendor rating. Uh-oh. Well, technically, I I might have to... Well, it's so biased now. Yeah. <laughs> but I am drinking it without any Splenda That's in there. That's true. I am drinking it currently. I have ice, which was the recommendation from... Uh, was it... Well... A big ice cube, a yeah. large ice cube, was yeah. the recommendation from Murphy. Yeah. So, uh, in in the way to enjoy this, so I am drinking it with some ice in it, with zero scot with zero Splenda in my scotch, guys. That's your first ever zero, zero Splenda. Then, right? It's that's a zero Splenda. Then couldn't happen to a better bottle. Yep. So wow. What the awesome. last one was like a quarter packet, right? Was the Angel's yeah, Envy? That, yeah. That was the Angel's Envy Rye, which is a rye, rye. by the way. Yeah. yeah. See? Maybe AJ just doesn't like bourbon. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. 
You better church everyone, it up somehow. I'm gonna, everyone I'm gonna has their problems. Every <laughs> goddamn bottle I can find that is finished in rum casks. Yeah. I think AJ just likes rum. Maybe you're a rum guy, <laughs> but not by hey, itself. Are you a dark rum guy? You traditionally? Know, uh, not really. Not by itself. No. I have like a we have a 23 Ronza Kappa at home. I'll bring in at some point. You can try that and see what you think. That's kind of a whiskey-like rum. Nice. Okay. I would love so it. AJ likes rum better than whiskey. Poe Buddy's nerfed. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on, guys. We got to get to the bottom five here. We're getting to we're getting to BJ's power bottoms. BJ's power uh, bottoms. <laughs> BJ's <laughs> power bottoms. Oh, and they're gonna flag this episode I, title. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, I can't wait. I think this is gonna be a fun time. I trust BJ to make a nice variety of choices. Mm-hmm. BJ, mm-hmm. take it over. Lead okay. Us. All right. Nick, pay attention here. I'm focused. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm so, the only one with notes here, motherfucker. <laughs> so I did try very hard to go season by season. Yeah. And not just say post Michael. Mm-hmm. All of these are like if you if you would call season one a B, season two through six an A, A plus. Let's yeah, we you could know, make like that you could a soft side s- episode at some point. We could totally. go through and like S tier, A tier, rank the seasons and argue right. it. Yeah. yeah, and so I, I, I tried to be, you know, just really think about it. And my, my number five is the pilot. Is yeah. the very first episode. I think that's fair. I do. And, yeah, and and for me, you know, here's why. Like, it's the one and only episode that they went basically script for script with the British one. Yeah. And I like the British one in a different way. Obviously, I don't have as much, you know, love and passion for it as I do the US one. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't our office. It was their office. Yeah. I think that's a really fair assessment. I think it was, it was, the, we, we need to get into this and it's like paying the respects of where it came from. So that way, so that way you don't, I think it's a very smart play. But it's not like you said; it's not their office. But at least this way, they get it out of out of the way, so they can't have the snobs who go and like push up the glasses, like, "Well, you know, it was, if you look at the original office, yeah, it's not like that." And yeah. it's like, but it's like, it's like we, I don't, we get it. I don't want to see Steve Carell being Ricky Gervais. Correct. I don't no, want to see no. Jim Halpert being Martin Freeman, no. you know, or John Krasinski. I mean, yeah, I don't want to see. You know, Rain Wilson being the one-eyed freaky dude from Pirates of the Caribbean whose name yeah, escapes me. Gareth. Yeah. Yeah. But his Gareth. actor name. His actor but, name. But yeah. yeah, but that's yeah, that's exactly it's a great point, Beach. Like it's it's these guys being their characters. Yeah. Yep. And you know, there's a good mix because some of them watched the British one religiously mm-hmm. and some of them refused to watch it because they didn't want that to happen. Yeah. And I and at the end of the day, I don't think it mattered. Because it took until season two, we all agree, for them to really start to find their stride of their characters anyway. Correct. And, but like, and it, uh, it's definitely not an episode. Like, when I restart and I'm like, I'm going to restart the series from the beginning, I don't skip over the pilot. I always no. watch the pilot. Yeah. Sure. You know, and it's, it's a, it's got its funny moments, but it's also peak Michael cringe. Like, yeah. and it's more cringe humor, not, you know, classic Michael Steve Carell humor. Yeah. yeah. And Dwight hasn't, you know, Rain Wilson hasn't figured his character out as Dwight yet. 
Yep. And and John is like too aloof, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like everything is just not quite settled. Yep. They haven't so, quite dialed it in. Everything is just ten cents sharp or flat. We need we need to it's we we need to see how this plays out. We have our we have our cast now. And I do I did find it very interesting to be able to watch these new characters perform the dialogue in their own way technically yeah you know yep i know that they're following the cues and everything but i i I do think i i I think you summed it up very nicely it's not what it was supposed to be it's it wasn't quite there yet and uh and yeah yeah but so i I agree that's a great that's a great number five it's one of those things where like we're all so used to what the office goes on to become that especially when you look back on the pilot after the fact like we do now you're just like god that's two totally different shows yeah 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 so i don't know any other thoughts on that i mean just just looking i one thing is you know it's a great way to introduce all the characters i mean you get jan in the first episode yeah you know you get obviously you get ryan and he becomes obviously he's a main character from the beginning. And but I one thing I do like about it is the phone call from Todd Packer. That's yeah, not David Keckner. Not his, yeah. But yeah. sounds exactly like David Keckner. I yep. know. I I mean I just rewatched that episode in prep for this episode. And I'm like, how did they even do that? Yeah. I mean <laughs> it, it, what a what a spot on it's like how did they how did they get a David Kettner voice without even knowing they were going to cast David Kettner it's yeah. in that role. Yeah. So and that's phenomenal. But, yeah. And you know, there are some points where again, I think it's really funny. I think I think actually probably the best I think the best person or the best like actor in that is actually Jenna Fisher. Yeah. Pam. Yeah. Is Pam. Yeah. I think she was. I think she's the best actress, like almost of that entire first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Little things like that. I think she was very well into her role. She figured it out very quickly, and I think it transitioned very, very easily for her character. So, well, one of the notes that I made on here is that the pilot seems sort of uh, like the vibe is sort of mean spirited. Like yep. it's very much. It's very much. Michael laughing at people, not laughing with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and whereas, of course, later on in the series, Michael goes on to be kind of the butt of the joke in a lot of opportunities. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, it does. It it, it feels more mean spirited than it does like shenanigan pranks, like you get later on. Hundred percent. And you know, I like positive comedy. Yeah. And I mean, and neg- negative kind of comedy is great too if it's done right. But, like, if you really look at the pilot, like, if you really think about the A storyline they set up for mm-hmm. the office and the pilot, it is the branch is probably going to close and there's going to be layoffs, right? Yeah. I mean, that is, that's literally the A storyline of the pilot. Yeah, that's like, stressful start, as hell. You start, you start off this series so negative, like, we're going to close and we're going to shut down the show's going to end. Yeah. That's how the show started. Yeah. <laughs> Just rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Man. Any other thoughts on, on no, the number five? No, I, I, think, I think that's, that's a, a good g- summation of it. Yeah, great. I think it's a great, great number five, great choice. Okay, so my next one, I am, I am jumping to season nine. All right, fair uh, enough. Uh, Shocker, so making a big jump there. Season nine, episode fifteen, I believe. Man, and and that is here comes treble. Oh my god! All of my booze and this dishes. would have been an overlap for me, one hundred percent, and, and me. Okay, so yeah. I, 
this is a collective. This is probably a collective bottom. This you episode know? sucks. Um, definitely. Is, if we, if this we, this is like a group of power bottoms. It's this definitely is, this a, is a, not a fun. This is bottom a party of everybody. power bottoms. This yeah. is a lemon party of an episode. For we, sure. if if we look at this and we come, if we came back around at the end of it, all all of ours, lemon party. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> took him then, a second. He got there. Then, <laughs> then, then, like. If we and we just came back, we were like, okay, collective all three, like three top bottom three. Yeah, this I think this would honestly be in it. Here oh, comes yeah. treble, is is like ultimate cringe, but for the weirdest ways. Yeah, uh, yep. I don't know. That's my take on it. That's it's, my initial so, take. So it's, I mean, the store. Obviously, everyone's probably seen it, but Andy is trying to relive his college glory days, right? Yeah, and yeah. he wants to look like the big man on campus at the office, right? It's also the beginning of the downfall of him and Aaron's relationship because you can see what a piece of crap boyfriend he is. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's the everything about it is cringe. And it's the overall episode to me. It's just not that funny. Like, no, the jokes just don't land. There's like very few funny parts. And really, it's a man. I can't remember the actor's name. Nick, I bet you'll nail nail it. But the guy who plays Broccoli Rob. Oh, Stephen Colbert. Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Thank you. Yeah. Like his. When he jumps on and takes the spotlight from Andy on the Zoom, yeah, oh, dude. It's that's the funniest funny. part of the episode. It is yeah. like, and and I think we're at that point we're all laughing at Andy because we're just so freaking sick of him. It's, yeah, and it's just it's just he's the just most up re- there dressed like George Michael and like, oh, it's you're awful. Like, you're like, bro, just just stop. Let it go. I'm looking at a picture of him right now. It's terrible. It's. I it's and not the, and the frat bros. They all suck. One of the notes that I Take made though. <laughs> for it even though as much as i loved stephen colbert in it is that it felt like kind of a shoehorned cameo yeah like, it, it did it, it felt it like felt like they were like oh man here's something to draw the viewers in it's stephen colbert comedy genius coming in on this and it's like okay <laughs> like, and, and like you could have like, had anybody play broccoli rob <laughs> it's almost like they kind of recorded it and they just they recorded it but not actual conversation back and forth yeah. like a one-sided phone call yep it's like they it's like they they did this as a one-sided phone call and they didn't actually Stephen Colbert didn't actually get to play off of Ed Helms at all. Yeah. And by the way, they Ed Helms, Stephen Colbert, Steve Carell, all those guys were on the Daily Show together. Yeah. They had comedy yep. comedy background together. Yeah. And it just felt like they didn't on paper have it should have worked great. 100%. But oh, in yeah. execution, yeah, it's exactly that. They had to green screen in. Yeah. Stephen Colbert, so they had to do his his recordings as I'm sure just somebody reading off the script to him. Yeah, and so like there's no real repartee, there's no real like back and forth or chemistry off of that. Like you said, it's just it is what it is. It's like him reading his lines and Andy reading his lines. Right. Uh, my my other least favorite moment of this. Yeah. Is it is the the kind of back and forth with. Jim and Pam. Yeah. Jim makes the big investment yeah. at this yeah. point, undermines Pam and in, in their relationship essentially. And then and then she gets pulled in by those dudes <laughs> singing, yeah. Navi. And he's like pulling yeah. her in. And it's like, oh, just 
just go with it, babe. Just go with it. And you're just like, oh my God, you douchebag. She's like still trying to fight with him. Yeah. It's like, Isn't I have it? that just, marked down like as a note. You're stressed out the whole time you're Jim, watching it. Jim slash Pam fighting equals uncomfortable. It's like, just, that's uh, like, it's one of those moments where it's not, it's not like a cringe humor thing. It's like a, it's like that couple that's fighting at the party that everybody wants to not be there. Yeah. That, that's yeah. Like, like, why are that's you even the here vibe that those, that those interactions have. You're like, you're like, God, like, I fucking hate this, yeah. bro. And like, they kind of like, they kind of like, the guy kind of like quiets her too at one point. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I can't remember actually what the song is. It's not that. I don't think it's that. I think it's, uh, is it not All Be by Edwin McCain? Is it Edwin McCain? Yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. know if that was it or not, but yeah. Because then later You're they have the same shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's the you song. Guys, you guys harmonize pretty well there. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're sitting across from each other. It helps. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Before we move on to the next episode, I'm going to slip a, and this doesn't count, a mini Office Olympics. Oh, no. Bitch. About this episode. And... Here we go. Quick do a rock, paper, scissors. See who gets to start. Rock, paper, one, scissors, shoot. One, rock, two, three, paper, shoot. Scissors, shoot. Damn it. Got it. Okay, Nick starts. Who can name the most members of the original Here Comes Treble? Oh, my God. Nick, um, you're up. Broccoli Rob and Boner Champ. Well, you won at a time, uh, dog. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Broccoli Bro- Rob. Yep. Boner Champ. Yep. Um... Dookie? No. Is there anything even remote, remotely close to that? Extremely close to it. Okay, cool. Pewie Lewis in the news. Correct. Was that it? Nope. Oh, okay. Is it Doogie? Nope. Son of a bee sting. Um, Pewie Lewis in the news is good. I forgot about yeah. that one. That's a solid name. <laughs> Shoot, and uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I got a hat up. I can hear. I can hear him rattling them all off. Yep. Um. Uh. Yeah. God, I, I passed to Nick. I got to nope. pass. I got. I got no more. I oh, don't know. So so I'm so sorry. So close with those. All right. I'll let AJ win this mini one, but it doesn't count towards the overall victory. He's just, it's like a mini game in Mario Party. Uh, We're going to give him 10 coins and move on. You get get 10 coins at the end of the game. Great. 10 (laughs) coins. The total cast or the total group is Carl 1 and Carl 2. Okay. Jingle Jangle. (laughs) Sandwich. Sandwich. Boner Boner Champ. Broccoli Rob. Doobie. Damn it. Doobie. You were super close. Pubie Lewis in the news. Spare rib. Hop. Spare uh, rib. Hopscotch. <laughs> and lunchbox. Lunchbox. <laughs> God, those names all suck. Those are all Except awful for Pubie Lewis in the news, which is an S tier nickname. The yeah. rest of those are fucking terrible. <laughs> all right. Uh, great. All right. Well, what's your number three? Um. Uh, so my number three is another very Andy-centric episode. Shocker. Wow. Angry Andy. Season uh, 8, episode 21. See, now when I read this title, I thought originally that Angry Andy was the one where he like punches through the wall in early seasons. No, and then looking that, back at it, I was like, oh yeah, this episode does suck. Because immediately I was like, I was like, how can you hate that? That episode's hysterical. Yeah. No, that is one of my favorite episodes. That's yeah. the return. The I return. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's when uh, uh, they decided to prank Andy. Yeah, no, it's not. This one, he does punch the wall, though. Yeah. Yep. This is, uh, this is season eight. So he this is when Andy comes back uh, returning after his romantic quest to get Aaron from Florida. God. Yep. And Which also sucks. Uh, side note, one of the only funny things in the episode, and I can't remember if it was in this episode or the previous episode, was Aaron saying that not only uh, or that why did the hot dogs taste weird? She cooked them in Gatorade. I always I thought that was hilarious. So the, the tea she boiled the Gatorade. What oh, kind yeah. of tea is this? Oh, I oh, boiled Gatorade. some Gatorade. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right. You're she right. does we'll, talk we'll, about we'll the part. hot dogs though that she keeps reusing the water. The water, the water. yeah, yeah. The like, <laughs> just gonna water. keep getting yeah. better. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate all of this. That that made me laugh. The yeah. yeah. I just keep reusing the same hot dog water. So, Gross. And then she's hot so dog excited. Dog. She's like, so the flavor is just gonna keep getting better. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. She, it's like you season a cast iron, you know. Yeah, you got to season, the, <laughs> season the, the hot, hot dog, dog water. water. <laughs> oh. She's trying to give that authentic New York one dollar dog food poisoning experience. Yeah, straight uh, from the cart. Straight from the cart of dirty water dogs. Th- those right. are those are bar ass at best. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's. <laughs> those are not Nathan's kosher dogs. They are. They aren't Nathan's. Nope. Nope. Um, okay, so so basically, Andy comes back, right? And then Nellie has taken over as manager. Yep. So, I just I hate the plot of of this, and part of it is Nellie. Like, yeah. I just I'm not a Nellie fan at the beginning, and then you she kind of starts to grow on you very slowly. Yeah. Well, like th- me th- at least. This is kind of the moment where they really try to shoehorn in some sort of, of emotional backing for Nelly yeah. after we've been basically trained to not like her up to this point. Right. You know, she, she's not great in Tallahassee or wherever, and, and she's not great down there. She's like very, very over overbearing. And and then on top of that, then she comes back and she she takes the office. Yeah. Uh, basically, she takes it right out from under Andy. Which I have written down as a note, like you were saying, BJ. I said, whole concept is stupid. Yeah. Nelly takes yeah. it over. Like, this would never happen. Like, somebody can't just go in and sit down in the office and be like, oh, I'm manager now. And then the owner, the new the new owner, <laughs> person in charge, CEO, is like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, because well, he wants to yeah. bang her. He wants to bang her, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's but, just wild to me that it's like, that's what I wrote down. I was like, whole concept is stupid. <laughs> yeah. So here's not really a theory that I have on this episode, but just my gut feeling. And it makes me a little sad because I'm basically calling the writers extremely lazy here. Okay. But this is a metaphorical repeat of the Michael Scott paper company played out awful. Okay. Mm, Nelly is Charles Minor. Okay. Okay. Andy ends up quitting over her leaving. Yep. And then what does he do? Goes and steals client. Big red paper company. And shoehorns David Wallace to bring him back. Yeah. It's the exact same storyline. That's very true. It's almost, it's just like a weird regurgitated. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it is. No, you're 100%. 100%. Like, as a side note, can we talk about the B story in here and how much Ryan sucks in this B story here where Pam is trying to set Kelly up with their pediatrician? Rob, oh, that Rob, goes yeah. on to be her husband. Yeah. And like 
Ryan does the full like he's got like the full kurta and the and the turban and the and the horse and like all this yeah. jet. And Pam is like boo yeah. boo, and it's like yeah. you're goddamn right, Pam Beasley. <laughs> you're right, boo. Like you're right, boo. Yeah. Oh man, honestly, respect to Pam for the boo. Yes, 100%. she's just yeah. saying what we're all thinking. And the other, uh, and help me out with the name, but the Syracuse guy, that's the other B storyline. Oh, uh, uh, Tony Janarone. Yeah. Tony Janarone. That, that storyline, the Dwight and Jim. funny as hell. That is the best part of that episode. Oh yeah. It's not close. (laughs) Yeah. It's the only redeeming quality of that episode. And it's a very small nugget. Yeah. You find out that, that Dwight and Jim are frauding the company. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Like like, basically such a big deal. They're just Brian part two. They're just doing yeah. it smarter and yeah. that, and they're stealing bonus money from the company by making a fake person up. Pop and quiz. Tony what's Jim- the person's name yeah. again? Cause I don't remember. Uh, who the, the fake sales associate. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember. This was one of our I, office trivia night questions, but I don't remember it off the top of my head. That's such a good, Oh man. All the other super fans are yelling at oh, us. Yeah. We, we're three super fans sitting here and we can't, because he like he comes in all hot and asks who that is, and then they blame it on Toby. And Toby, Toby yeah. plays along. He calls him like Kimosabi, and he's like, "I like to think that he's the type of guy that calls somebody Kimosabi." Kimosabi, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that is, it's like the only redeeming part of that episode is that story. Like you get Dwight trying to set off the seismic sensors on the elevator and dropping his own pants. He like kicks Jim out and he's like, take the stairs. He's like, I don't know where yeah. the stairs are. I don't know where- <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I, I know who it is. Heavy. Lloyd. Gross. Yes. Gross. Gross. Like gross. Yep. Like gross like gross sales. sales. <laughs> yes, like gross that's sales. Right. Yep. Gross gross. Where's dollars. Lloyd Gross? <laughs> uh, Lloyd Gross. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> it, Sorry it to hijack with the B story there. No, I think it's a I think it's a good point. Because again, I think it's important to at least talk about a redeeming quality if there is one to an episode, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Brian and Kelly suck God. though. Uh, you know, I, I I will say this now because I don't want to forget it for later, but I honestly think that the the downfall this is oh man, this might be a bold statement. Um the downfall of office, like the where the writing went, was almost all based around the relate the romantic relationships. Yeah. They yep. became too much the uh, centerpiece of the show. Yeah. And Whereas it was kind of a background thing with Jim and Pam. Obviously, it was still sort of a main storyline, but it always yeah. played kind of second fiddle to whatever the actual main storyline of the episode was. Well, go yeah. back go back to what I said about the pilot. The main yeah. storyline originally was how it's a failing company. Yeah. Right? And then they turned it into, yeah, it's all about the the romance. And, and yeah, I get it. Like, because everyone is chasing Jim and Pam for so long and they yeah. knew what they had. Yeah. And, it's and like, they tried to repeat that great. over and over again. Yeah, and but the not only for other time that fifty episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the only other time they were successful doing it was Michael and Holly. Like, yeah, and it was mm-hmm. so short. And I they, mean, you, right. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and it was just so short. Like, and and but that made it better because it was like they're great together. They get together. She leaves. Yeah. Long long pause. She comes back. She's unavailable. She's available. They get engaged. Michael leaves the show. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's like. All within each eight to ten episodes total. Total. Yeah. yeah. And it's great. And then but the Andy and Aaron thing, 
Good lord. Drags Good on forever. night. Absolutely one of my least favorite aspects of the show. We're like talking about three seasons oh my that gosh. shit drags uh, on for. It, and it's Call it's, me an Uber. I'm going home on that shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home on that shit. Oh my god! <laughs> no, dude, you're absolutely right because it's not even an on-off hot cold thing. It's just kind of like cold, lukewarm. Yeah, and that's it. There you go. <laughs> there's there's nothing about <laughs> bourbon's that. back, and so is the the hot jokes. And All it's right, not, it's not like. <laughs> Jim and Pam. It's not like no. Michael and Holly where there's like this cute like good chemistry there and like you're rooting for them. It's like who the fuck cares? Like this yeah. couple sucks. It's basically like, the equivalent of 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 like you you see this all the time where it's like the the one night stand you want what you can't have and then you yeah. get it and then you don't want it anymore and yeah. that's their entire relationship. For for 40 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Exhausting. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Go go ahead. Sorry. We slash and ramp. And now, man, you want to keep beating this dead horse? Oh, yes. Man. Would you say Sorry. we're gonna murder it? I was gonna say maybe we uh, murder it because that's the end. Next episode. Great Scott. <laughs> damn it. Season six, episode ten, murder. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. Talk about. I mean, probably the, probably the most bottle episode, bottle episode yeah. on the planet. You know, like I guess there's it's a big news episode. It maybe you can call it a plot forward episode. Maybe yeah. I don't think you really can. Like they announced at the beginning that you know, uh, according to the to the journal, but Michael calls it the wall. The That's wall. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and oh, it's, it's a dollar ninety nine to finish. I wonder what it said. I love jokes. Are, are, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? That's the thing. There are there are pocket jokes in this episode yeah. that are yeah. great and are very redeeming. But there and is then, I just and then Andy doing the oh no 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 I was gonna oh, okay yeah. like the fake oh I was gonna pay oh, I was gonna He's gonna the guy who reaches out. for the check too late at the table and then is like oh man. Yeah. This this episode <laughs> does have a bunch of redeeming qualities. Yeah, I think I think Steve Carell does a good job. Yeah, in this episode, and he is he's pretty funny. You know, the whole the murder game that they play. Side note: Have you guys ever played a murder mystery game? I, uh, I, I yes, at Cedar Ridge we did for Halloween one year. They had a uh, murder trivia party night. Nice. That was really fun. It was a blast. Cannot recommend enough. I, I was cedarridge.com ships to your state. I was in uh, <laughs> one for your birthday, BJ. That's right. That was yeah. probably one of the most fun birthdays I've ever had. It was super fun. <laughs> I wasn't invited. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. them. Then. Well, he didn't. Know, yeah, he didn't know BJ. Then. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. as like I I didn't know you. That's what that was, that's crazy. It's it's crazy. Ten years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and it's so like I there's a lot of reasons why I like it, but to me it's just a it's a bottle episode. It's a yeah. filler episode. It's a basically a segue into the saber yeah. plot line. You know, it's, it's how, like how do we tell the audience that the company's going under, but stretch it to twenty six minutes? Right. Yeah. And I mean. Obviously, there's some really good jokes in there. The whole when they play the game, you know, uh, 
bourbon and what is it? Bourbon, bourbon. Bell, Bell, Bell's bourbon and bullets. bullets. Yeah, that bullets. was another office yeah. trivia night question. Yeah, B B and B, got it. Yep, Bell's and, bourbon uh, but, and bullets. <laughs> uh, that is not my. Uh, anyway, what do you guys think about that episode? I, I I think it's fine. I think overall it's it's kind of a stinker because, like you said, it's just it, it's like a lot of to do about nothing. It takes a half an hour to tell you 40 seconds worth of information to move the plot forward. You, so, yeah. Some of the notes I put down, like, Andy and Aaron, relationship sucks. Right. <laughs> like, it yeah. still continues to suck. Michael is being a terrible boss and Jim is being a worrywart, which is, like, not a fun dynamic to watch. Right. Of, like, of like Michael's being chaotic and Jim is pissed off about it. Yeah. Like, I think it would have been fun to kind of see Jim embrace the, like, Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I can see what you're trying to do here. Let's try and get everybody on board, which he does eventually, but with about 90 seconds left in the episode. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Also, I'm Team Tube City all day. Yeah, I put Tube City exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, what's wrong with this? What's wrong with this? Terrible communication from corporate. That was frustrating to watch. Like, how slow and shitty is your information being rolled out that your employees are reading about things on the Wall Street Journal before you call them and tell them? Right. Like yeah, they're they're getting all of the breakdown essentially of why yeah. this is probably going to happen through third party information. Right. David and Wallace talks to talks to Jim and Michael towards the end. Well, Jim towards the end, and says so like, "Hey, sorry, we've been in meetings all day." It's like, okay, so apparently like other people have been able to get this information out, but somehow you haven't found ten minutes for a phone call today. Right. Yeah. So exactly. that was frustrating. I will say the, management. the joke of Meredith when they come in and she's on the floor and they've got like this shit spread all over by her head and she goes, I'm a dead body and these are my brains. That shit kills me every time. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> the, the Spider-Man pointing finger ending. Yes. That that's that's good. I'm not see, going like down a, like this. Uh, I see I honestly I Start honestly think <laughs> I honestly think that it's not. It's not my favorite thing because I, I don't know. I, again, I feel like it was just a joke that was taken too far. Yeah. And this is the point where it should have been like, well, but it's funny again, right? And I'm like, no. What this strikes not. me as is an idea they had for a cold open of like yes. the internet went down for the day and they couldn't do any work. So the phone system's down or something like they hit a fiber line outside doing construction. And this is how Michael chose to fill the time. Right. This would have been great as like a three to four minute cold open. Right. Another yeah. big cold open. Yeah. And this starting out with them hilarious. in the heat of the game. Yes. Starting out in the heat of the game. You cut to a floating head of Jim explaining that the internet and phones got taken down, and this is how Michael wants to spend the day instead of sending people home. And, he, yeah, and then like, he praises in case it. it comes back that's, up. That's hysterical <laughs> in that format. But then he just he says something <laughs> like, thank God he lost that game of Twister. Yeah, like, you know what I mean, like so, something along those lines. We wanted to play Mousetrap, but uh, we could not find the mouse. But we couldn't, and ever since <laughs> yeah. the Tube City incident, we yeah. decided that was yeah. not a good yeah. idea. Cut away to Tube City. Cut like, away to there. You like go. you could cram every redeeming joke of this episode into a four minute cold open. <laughs> yeah. We wanted to play Mousetrap, but Dwight always tries to make them life size traps. <laughs> it cuts to cuts to Dwight trying to do one of those Stanley Mouse Traps and snapping his thumb in it. <laughs> <laughs> we lost some of the pieces, and Dwight tried to replace some of them and didn't quite understand the concept. Oh, man. Put us on uh, the writing staff for the reboot. 
Yeah. Yeah. Please. Also, another side note, maybe this is why it landed on it, because I've been on kind of a, a one track mind on episodes I don't like. Yeah. It's another Andy and Aaron romance. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, this is how long this lasts. It lasts from season six all the way to season nine. Yeah. Thank God they gave us a great gif out of it. Just that absolute awful f- smile cringe thing that Andy does with his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> how, about <laughs> Brother, how about yeah. a threesome? How about a threesome? How about a threesome? Sure, my boudoir is always is open. open. <laughs> Rolling the hay. <laughs> we, uh, I will say, we do say, Nella Nutmeg, get in here. Get in here. Pretty often. <laughs> yeah. The, the, my favorite line of that entire episode is, Voodoo Mama Juju. Voodoo. I need you. <laughs> <laughs> so, there has been a murder. It's not and my you. fault. I was exposed to Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you are a suspect. He's like, okay, great. Okay, I'm just going to go run out to my car and grab some things. Let me just, just get leave. settled in. I'll be right back in. <laughs> See, so even the episodes I don't like, they're still great they're stuff. Still yeah, redeeming they're still redeeming qualities. Yeah, it's yeah. just, man, oh, man. You know, also, I didn't try to just pick up eight, nine, or season eight, season nine. Episodes. I really <laughs> did when I was putting my list together. Had to, uh, I sat there and did this top five or bottom five list like three times because the first two times I'm like, God damn it, everything in here is seven and later. Everything is yeah, everything is post Michael, you know. And yeah, yeah, I know. Oh man, well, I if, so murder was your number two. What's worse I, than murder? Well. I think we all know what's worse than murder. Kids? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be Scott's Tots. Okay. Scott's Tots. <laughs> I think we all agree that this would land on anyone's biggest cringe list, at least, bare minimum. If there's Even a Mount if- Rushmore of cringe in the office, this is George Washington. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, it is season six, episode 12. So same season. Yep. Um, Michael promises a group of kids that he's going to pay for their college if they graduate high school and he can't keep pushing off the meeting any longer and he can't pay for their college. And it's there's nothing really good to be said about the plot line of this episode. It's (laughs) awful. It's so uncomfortable from start to finish. It's the only... The only thing I think that is very funny is basically Stanley's reaction to it has been <laughs> ten years already, just and he it. just laughs and laughs and laughs. And I mean, you do you do get some great moments from the kids, yeah, and like you know the the talents that they do for him and all that kind of stuff, yeah, yep. Um, I think those moments are great, and then you just see him absolutely breaking down while yeah. one of them is talking. He's like. It's like when I was growing up, I am nobody. And he's like, but you believed in me. And he's and Ugh. and you're just like, and he's just crying. And you're like, and everybody Ugh. thinks it's like, oh, he's so moved by the speech. And in reality, he's like, he's like, oh my god, this is gonna suck so hard. It's like, oh my god, he's it's like, awful. The yeah. bell, the bell rings. The bell rings. He's like, oh, yeah. so does that mean we should we go? He's like, oh no, yeah, this, it's a double period. It's a double period. It's a double so period. So we're, we're okay. Fine. He's like, <sighs> they named the library <laughs> after him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They named the library. Uh, 
Yeah, I put I put in the notes. Michael debatably actually commits fraud? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not like uh, it is. It's not like a lighthearted, like funny, cutesy thing. It's like these kids for years, and their family, and their parents, and their friends have been counting on parents probably not saving for college for these kids because they know if they graduate, this this benefactor has promised he's going to pay for these things. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> now you've got like what a terrible, terrible thing. It's yeah, like Pam says it best. She's harsh. like, this is a terrible thing you've done. My, <laughs> she just terrible. like doesn't even yeah. sugarcoat it. Yeah. It uh, turns out I have less money in my 40s than I did in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. They're lithium. They're yeah. lithium. Yeah. bring batteries. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's travel back in time. Guys, we're talking 2011. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in 2011, like 30 bucks Mac, a pop. The Mac, the MacBook's out. Yeah. All the all modern laptops have been out. Yeah. The chances of them having a laptop that that battery fits, yeah. that weird L-shaped battery. Batteries are specific. It looks like the... it weighs eight pounds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they were very specific. It was like phone chargers back then, yeah. man. It, it, are like, those the extra backup batteries to the pyramid? Right. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those, are, those are the RAM. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those are the RAM expansion. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's not it's not a lighthearted thing. Like it's not uh, like a cutesy, funny, like oh my god, look at the shenanigans that Michael gets himself into type of thing. It's like this is devastating for dozens of families yeah. that this yeah. happened, and something that you could have handled. I mean, as cowardly as it would have been over the phone five years ago. Yeah. Like, you yeah. could have handled this situation. Like, you let it drag out to a point where it's as bad as it can be. Yeah. It's now worst case And scenario. as a side note, how the fuck are that kid and his older sister in the same grade? No, I think he was just there. But he's got one of the shirts, and he's talking maybe, about getting his college paid for. Maybe. Well, maybe they're twins, and they just say it like... Well, she's my older sister because she was born first. Yeah, or maybe he was adopted a grade or something. Maybe foster system. Maybe he's graduating yeah. a, a year early. Yeah, maybe he's smart. There you go. See, okay. I'll take that. I understand the redeeming quality of or the idea that they try to make it a redeeming thing of like, well, you know, based on based on their graduating rates and yeah. statistics, you know, that did encourage them to actually make it all the way through high school, yeah. commit, and get through it. But so it's like, I how many of these kids are the actually... Rug out from under yeah. Them. Like, yeah. But how many of them can pay to go how to college? Them, they don't have, they like, don't have scholarships. If it's, if it's the end of the year here, like, you've missed the FAFSA application. <laughs> no, like, yeah. You, and, like, you're not getting financial aid either at this point. And you don't, you don't need, you don't need, yeah. You're not getting financial aid. You're also you're also missed any any idea or opportunity for additional scholarships yeah. because you're like, well, I'm doing great. Yeah, I don't need my to worry a full about ride. It. I got yeah. the Scots full ride. I'm yep, doing. I got the great. Scots tots full ride. We're ready to go. Yeah, we oh, haven't even talked about it. the B plot in that episode that also super fucking sucks to watch, which yeah. is Dwight engineering that anonymous employee of the month thing to screw over Jim oh, and my Pam. God. And then you get David Wallace in his excellence of leadership who calls and rips into Jim for 
0.6 seconds before breezing past it. Yeah. And then reminding him that they have dinner together on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You do redeeming quality in the episode. Hilarious bit with the mallard in the pen. Very funny. Good. Where he's got where he's got Andy in there and he's talking about getting Dwight this aria for his birthday. Yeah. That bit and he's blasting the opera and they're like pointing at Dwight and shaking their heads and stuff like that. And Dwight's going super paranoid. Yeah. Very funny. He's is that like, the same episode? Is it not? I thought it was. Because doesn't Dwight listen to the pen conversation at the end? No, I thought I thought the because I thought David Wallace calls and rips Jim an asshole, a new asshole about the employee of the month thing and then starts in about like meeting for dinner and he's like what? No. No. no the uh the, no, I, the mallard and the pen thing, that was when Jim and Pam come back from uh like their honeymoon. Oh, yes, you're 100% and, correct. And it's like it's yep. in the same but a handsome the duck same couple. Mallard. Yeah. Thank you. And he yeah. that's the whole the whole runner is that the runner the B runner is is Dwight trying to get Jim fired yes, for, for the getting himself and then his wife yeah. money from the all cake the with it can only be you. It could only be you. <laughs> Obviously I'm not going to give it to myself guys so we'll yeah. just take the second person and then it's Pam. And then Pam yeah. who doesn't help the situation by trying to defend herself. Defend herself. She's like Hey, I didn't take any sick days. I doubled my sales last month. What, from two to four? Two to four. Yup. Yup. Yeah. No, that episode altogether, I mean, I think that... I think it's a valid... Was, go ahead. Go it's ahead. not good. I mean, it's it's got funny, like, laugh-out-loud moments. Yeah. And it's a well-done episode. Yeah. But the whole plot, and I'm not, like trying to be like woke America in 2023, but anytime that just, it cause it's just cringe. Yeah. It just it's makes awful. me cringe and I hate it. I hate it. I asked myself at the end of watching the episode when putting together this list, was it a pleasant experience to watch the episode? And Scott's tots is not a pleasant episode. To it's watch. not. It's no. uncomfortable to a degree that it's not fun anymore. And if that's what they're going for, congratulations. You right? fucking you nailed it. Won. And I do agree. I think that it's such a valid number one for yeah. the bottom because there are just there's just not much of any redeeming quality that makes you feel like yeah. you just said better. Yeah. And uh yeah. Because you watch stuff like new boss is uncomfortable, but like you get done with the end of the episode and you're like, that was fun. That was a good time to watch. Like it's dinner un- party is the same. Dinner way. party super cringe. Super uncomfortable. A ton of fun. One of our favorite episodes. Yeah, but episodes. who's the the victims in dinner yeah. party are Michael are, and Jan. Yeah. The people that are and, terrible. And Jam and, and or Jam and well, Jam. Jam. Yeah, Jim and Pam. Jam. Well, the victims like, uh, are their guests. But that's, what, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like the, the victims, victims are everybody okay. in the audience. You're okay with all of those people going to a dinner party at their boss's house. Everybody who has to hear a nightmare. 70 times was the victim. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, <laughs> Scott's Tots, the victim of the episode, the butt of the joke is a, a class of underprivileged, under you know, underprivileged, underprovided for kids right. that are Who now were promised that are now screwed with paying for college. Right, a hundred percent, man. Well, All right, well, those are well those done. are my bottom five. Well done, man. I think yeah. that's a that was a great what a great way to kick this uh, kick this little series off. Um, 
Definitely appreciate that. We'll be we'll be doing uh, Nick's next uh, next week. So yeah, um, you got to look forward to that. Um, but probably before, before we, we head out, we call it a day. Yeah, before we get out of here, we probably better do some do office some office Olympics. Olympics. Let's go! All right, we already did a mini one, but let me just explain because it's my favorite part. <laughs> Office Olympics. That's where I make up a game and make AJ and Nick play it. So basically, I say jump. They say on who? who? And I say dance and they say how high? Yeah, you guys are really into it. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Pretty good. Go for it. I thought in honor of making lists, we'd play a game called The Lists. Okay. Okay. And since Nick got to start in the mini mini game earlier we're gonna allow aj to start so i'm gonna name a essentially a category okay and you guys are gonna go back and forth and name as many of that category as you can okay make some lists baby all right can you expound on an example uh so fine a very very simple example would be name people in the office oh okay cool okay they just go back and forth until somebody's stumped Correct. Cool. So the first list I need you guys to make is make me a list of middle names. Characters' middle names. Kurt. Morgan. Oh, Gary. Um, hold on, we got this. Noel. Oh, come on, you guys can go. Jeez. Can I can I go for the steal for the win on this one? Yeah. Walter. Dang it. Yep. That was Andy's, right? Yeah. I knew it. Well, was Angela's. Angela. Morgan is Pam. Pam. I knew that was Pam. What's what's Jim's? I feel like do we learn Jim's at any point? I don't think I have Jim's down. Who do you got? I'll I'll say uh, one of the you guys pretty much named all of them except the most obvious one, which is not the most obvious one, but it should be Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, her Aaron. first name is Kelly. Aaron. Oh my god. Her yes. first name is Kelly. Oh, good call. All right. Um, Fine. Oh, and and Kelly's was Rajni Gandhi. Rajni Gandhi, which we all <laughs> thought was a boy's it. name. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that and that is uh, and then there's one other one that you only hear in a deleted scene. And that's Gabe Susan Lewis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gabriel Susan Lewis. He does yeah. say that one. Damn it. Shoot. So we missed a few. <sighs> yeah. But good job. So Nick wins round one. Okay. Fine. This one's, one's going to be a little bit easier and less specific okay. because I'm going to let a lot of them come through. I'm going to call it parties. Okay. So just list me off a reason the office had parties. Oh, okay. Am I going first? Uh, well, you started last time. Even though you lost, we're going to start with Nick. Okay. Moroccan Christmas. 050505. Moraka Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Benny Hanna Christmas. Or I guess, well, does that count? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they had a Christmas party. Okay. Yeah. The Margarita Karaoke Christmas. Oh, that's a yep. good one. Did you say Nutcracker Christmas? Mm-mm. Boom. Um... 
the Tsunami Relief Fundraiser. Or Fun Razor. Fun, fun Razor. Fun yep. Razor. <laughs> A lot of people were very affected by the footage. Yep, correct. Uh, <laughs> launch party. Let's actually launch party, but I'll, party. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's It Is Your Birthday. Okay, I'll allow it. Uh, Jim's Barbecue. Yep, sure. Are we counting yeah. things like uh, Happy Hour? Uh, I'll allow it. Oh, I can I can come back with something else if you don't want to. No, count I'll it. allow it. It's okay. fine. Uh, then we will do uh, Valentine's Day uh, Lonely Hearts. Okay. Jim's uh, six, six. Jim's temporary manager joint birthday party. Ugh, it failed. But yes. <laughs> Um, they uh they they did do well ha- uh Halloween Halloween costume party. Yep. Um, Michael's uh ice skating rink birthday party. Good one. Damn it. Okay. Uh, Oscars return party. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's good. With eleven tied up eight eight. eight. With the lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan gives Ryan that look. Uh, Diwali. Nailed it. Uh, Jim and Pam's wedding. Dinner party. Okay. Yep. Dinner party count? Uh, well, I guess sure. Jim and Pam's. party. Uh, Jim and Pam's. It's in the name. Come on. Come on. Uh, okay. Okay. Um. Well, I don't know. Maybe this counts. Maybe it doesn't. But but uh, Kevin's uh, pick me up party because they get they go Expound. and they they go and they buy him his favorite That's lunch, the movie, Michael's ice skating. It's basically, it's the okay, same thing. Give, but... give him another one. Give him another chance because I got another one locked and loaded and ready to go, and He's... I can feel him struggling. Oh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna call it ten ten. Nick, okay. your turn. Bob and Phyllis's wedding. Yep, I knew that one was coming. It's okay, 11. here we go. Oh, that's not a whole office one though. Um, uh, do, do, can I go for the steal for the kill? No. You wait. That's fine. We'll sit here all day. We'll sit here Play and grasp it. Nick, throw out another one. Andy's garden party. Damn. Casino. Casino night. Okay. You missed AJ, you better, one. AJ, come up with <laughs> another one real quick. You got to give me another one right oh, now. God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nick, Nick, I'll lock it in if you can throw one more out. Um, Unless AJ can throw like one out real quick and then you would be tied again. The, uh, the, um, it, the uh, order Boosters. consolidation party, order oh, consolidation Boosters. party, where uh, Val's boyfriend caters and he hopes they like goat. <laughs> uh, yep. in- inventory luau. Yes, you guys are tied again. <laughs> um, the episode where Andy, uh, uh, Andy, Jim, and Karen have to stay in and enter orders and get super hammered, and Andy sleeps on a air mattress. Is that a party? It's a party to them. They get I'll, drunk. I'll allow it because they do shots of Jaeger. Yes, that's a party. AJ. Okay. What What about What about the welcome party for the Stanford branch? Sure. Yep. 
I can think of like one more. You guys are doing great. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the most competitive office Olympics we've really had in a good. minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. 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 Uh. When. Fuck. I've got AJ? one. I, go. I can't go. Uh, Bob's bachelor party. Nice. Damn it. <laughs> we yeah, didn't well, say the five k, but I'm gonna. I'm, Nick, you got like three full Mississippi seconds. <laughs> okay. Um, AJ might steal this round. God, I don't know. I can't give you another one off. I top literally, of my head. I can only think of like one more that you guys have a name. Are you? Uh, uh, right. So I was kind of back and forth on because the launch party is split into two parties, but I'm guessing we're no. grouping them. There's I, the I sushi New York it. party I, and, and I, their yeah. party. I've got, I've got one more. Throw it in, AJ. Go. Cool. It is. Um, Threat level midnight reading party. Oh sure. yes, nope. right. that's all I got. BJ. I'll concede. I'll concede the round. What do you okay. got, BJ? Well done. The only one I could think of that you guys didn't name on that round was the welcome new boss child minor. Uh, Sam. Oh, C shaped bagels. Good call. Oh man, good round. Okay, AJ that was takes great that one round. That ties it Holy up. shit! How many did Wowzers. we go back and forth with? Like eleven a piece plus AJ's. Man, that's crazy. And for the final round, the list I need you guys to make me here okay. is candy and or food at reception. Oh, okay. Who's Who begins? AJ on this one? AJ, AJ yeah. would begin on this one, yep. Okay, well, I'm going to go uh, jelly beans. Okay. Yep. Uh, hot tamales. Careful, Kevin. They're kind of spicy. Um, the... Candy or whatever it is she brings back from Jamaica or their honeymoon. Can you say what it is? It's like cookies or Coco something. Coco Coco leche. Aaron's favorite. There we go, yeah. Yep. You want yep. me to put out like eight pieces or? Yeah. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. That's uh, when Holly brings the maple candy from Nashua. Uh, There's another one. Yep. Okay. AJ. Jesus. Okay. Um, you want me to put out like do the five br- pieces or? Do the... Do the <laughs> Do the uh, what about the brownies that Angela Damn brings? Damn it! Yep. Okay. Um. God Almighty. AJ, you want to steal one? Halloween candy. Yep. Damn it. Nick. I don't know. All I can AJ, think of is one? all I can think of is Dwight setting the goose on her desk that he goes to make a roast goose with. I'll allow it. Oh, I wrote allow it. <laughs> it's I wrote food it down. at reception. Uh, That's the I rule. That down. I was like, I kn- I knew that one was gonna come up. I was like, <laughs> I'm allowing it. Well, that means we're tied because I stole one from him. Um, no, but it was his turn. You're you got one up. Uh, oh no. Up. Well, it's you're tied. Sorry, but it's your turn. Okay, tied, but it's my turn. Um. Well, then I will. Then I will say. Missing a couple uh, ob- obvious ones, guys. Well, uh, wasn't candy canes one of them? Yep. Pam famously eats mixed berry yogurt on several occasions. Correct. I wrote down yogurt. Yep. Kurt, uh, I'll give you an extra high five, no extra point for the Ving specific with the flavor. All right. I'll take it. Um, also, that's how she finds out she likes Jim. Yep. Okay. Okay. Wedding food. Ooh, chicken, chicken or, or fish. fish. Chicken or fish. Chicken. Yep, I, I wrote down chicken or fish. Beautiful. I would have allowed that to be two separate answers or give one point if said together to steal. 
the opportunity to name the other one. Boom, pal, surprise. <laughs> what about uh, the pizza by Alfredo? That is that is another one. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. 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 And then the easy counter. Uh, uh, Alfredo's Pizza Cafe. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. The. Do the gift baskets count? That they take back with him that he brings back and then sets on reception. <laughs> that he steals back, sands the turtles. I'm going to say no because they eat that in the conference room. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um. What about Dwight brings in H&H bagels from New York? He walks around with those. God damn it. Okay, I'm going to bring this one because I'm not, again, I'm bring not home, sure. Dude. Not sure if this one will count, but I'm going to say um, six one-foot subs. Correct. (laughs) Bologna and ketchup. Bologna, tomato, and ketchup. ketchup On white. And they they do end up eating that in a different area, but she puts them down on reception, and someone grabs one from reception. Yeah. So that that counts. Okay. Are these all the same? (laughs) Man, I don't know. I don't know that I have another one. Yeah, that was. Uh, That's a tough one. There, we've gone through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys named all and more that I listed. So good hell job. yeah, wow, look at that. Yep. God, we're good fucking job. good at this office Olympics today. It's the and single ball. AJ is the winner though. Geez, geez, he, he got yeah. the last round. That was I'll a really it. good one though. That, that was, was good. That was fun. BJ, we don't give you enough appreciation for the effort you put into Office Olympics. It's, uh, it's they're tremendous. Always thank wonderful. you for the good work. It's a lot of fun when we get to finish an episode doing those. So thank you yeah. for that. Um, and guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will be back next week. We are going to have Nick's. Power bottom five. Power bottoms. And uh, and we're, we're going to come come right back with those. And after that, you'll have mine. And I know that we are gearing up for an episode uh, for Robert California the as Lizard well. King. The Lizard the King. The Lizard King. Uh, we know we're getting a pretty heavy focus. You know, Everybody tends to focus in the late seasons when we talk about you know, least favorite episodes. However, um, I am pretty excited to talk about Robert California. Uh, at that point so um, thank you guys again so much for listening make sure you uh, leave us a review if you've been listening this long and and hanging out with us leave us a five star review write us a review on Apple Podcasts uh, and while you're at it write us a fan theory too find us on social media uh, at Scotch Splenda no and no ampersand just at Scotch Splenda and leave us a voicemail we would love to have your voice here on the show with us so we can break it down uh, break down your personal fan theory what if what have you all right uh, you can call that number. What is it? 319-359-7977. There you go. Guys, get at us. Shoot us those fan theories. We're going to see you guys next time. We will catch you on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. Goodbye. Goodbye.